0: Oh, mm. the really long one that mm. I went and saw and will never watch again, that one. Mm. Yeah, so, well, you know. I mean, I loved The Long Halloween, and it nicked loads from The Long Halloween. <laughs> That's and true, yeah. it nicked quite a bit from year one. And and it, it yeah, I mean, they, they were good. They, they were good influences, but,
1: uh, yeah,
0: I mean, it's three hours long, man.
1: It is. And what, one thing that really frustrated me with that film, because the very opening line, he says... I don't live in the shadows, I am the shadows and I was like, hmm. fuck yeah Batman, fucking go get him fucking kill everyone, and then he spends the next five, or six hours of that movie walking up to the front door as a place knocking the door, go, <laughs> walking I'm <around>. the Batman <laughs> can the villain please come out like, what was the point of saying the, the coolest lines of all time And then, the, the, the shadow went right up to the front door he was still in and the shadow chatting
2: <laughs> to the cops yeah, alright,
0: right, cops, how's it going Yeah. yeah. anyway um, welcome to all the latest news from 2 years ago but uh we're here to talk about what was San Diego Comic-Con SDCC an acronym that you can apply all sorts of words to if you want. Indeed, uh, yeah. Thank you Liam. Um, <laughs> shout out to my eldest. Uh we we, we won't we won't go into um
2: uh, No, we're very mature. Life. We won't go uh, that way. I yeah, mean, too mature. You can call it like the what the Some A. would say the, the Anchorman thing, mm-hmm. you know what was it? The, the the whale's vagina Comic Con? Oh, we didn't even San, go there. Yeah, We're too mature there. for this yeah. stuff. We
0: wouldn't no. do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's that's also a boring, uh, outdated reference as well. To be honest, uh, that's me. yay yeah. hey. <laughs> hey, um, first of the day. So, uh, San Diego Comic Con. It's just happened. It's just ended. And it was a weird one because yeah. none of the studios showed up because we all hate them at the moment because uh, they're refusing to pay people properly. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're right there
2: with you, SAG, AFTRA, and the... 100%. The um, and can what- I ask you guys, like, with regards to this Senior Comic Con, because we're just fresh out of it, right? And like, usually at this stage and all over the weekend though, as the event's happening, like, my phone is inundated with ads relating to it, updates, people releasing this, saying this is happening and now they're going over here. Did you guys have any of that?
0: Yeah, but I had that because I kind of, I'm, I make sure I have notifications from certain reporters and certain, so, you know, Heidi on the Beat, the mm-hmm. Comics Beat um, uh, account is, absolutely brilliant uh yeah, yeah you know, she'll go with the eisners and live tweet the eisners and stuff like that so so i always have her um notifications on especially around uh san diego uh then i don't know if you've noticed but i you know i have a bit of a toy habit and uh <laughs> so i have various different uh, uh toy influencers um uh notifications on as well for san diego because there's always big reveals and we will get into some of them as well whether you like it or not um <laughs> And yeah, so that was happening, but what wasn't happening was Marvel Studios or Warner mm-hmm. Brothers or, you know, that kind of stuff, um,
2: which was kind of refreshing, to be honest with you, you know? Yeah, but, but like I had to go looking for the news. How about you, Ado? Did you did you get the news thrown at you or did you have to go looking for it? Because I was, I was kind of annoyed with, with how much effort I had to put in to go and, and find like what was happening on this day and what was happening mm-hmm. on this day. Yeah, my
1: notifications are usually for the lotto or Bradford City Football Club or something like that. But I I do agree with you, I do have to go looking for it as well. And I think mm. part of that, the uh, studios all that don't have that instant gratification of look at us, look at us this year. So they didn't really care, kind of pump into it. It was um, kind
0: of it was kind of weird the way Marvel just slid the Marvel's trailer across the table at us <laughs> over the weekend. Mm. It was just like look at that. Look
1: at that go on, just look but at that. But you see, go I on. think a lot of that is the um the kind of the you know. Comic-Con adjacent type stuff that they do but also the last couple of years like you have the Netflix to them event Mm -hmm. you've got DC Fan Zone and Star Wars Celebration Day which have obviously taken their their key and tone from Comic-Con over the years and they're, they're kind of Slightly looking at that kind of going, we just do our own thing. Well, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to fall into that 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 part of it? Um, And some of the announcements were very kind of piecemeal and cursory from a TV and film point of view. Yeah, uh, which is kind of weird because one of the one of the notifications I got in all seriousness, been a couple of weeks ago, was that Abbott Elementary were doing a panel at Comic Con, and you kind of look at that. It's like when James Bond was doing the panel at Comic Con. You are thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like that's Abbott Elementary's. It's, very nice comedy show mm-hmm. on wherever it is, whatever channel it's on in the states it's on Disney plus here and uh you're thinking what's that got to do with anything you know yeah. and then that's not there because of the the strikes that are going on and I'll i fine with that um and they don't mention it I think but that's that's how bizarre all that kind of situation has gone well
0: I, well I think I think San Diego's and you oh, the big shows have become such a platform for all entertainment. Mm -hmm. and all kinds of fandom that that's why you, you kind of bump into these things uh, along the way, you know, and you have brands that maybe you don't think would be suitable for that environment showing up, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, who's to say who's, you know, you know, what fandom should be there or shouldn't be there. You know, I think it's, it's kind of um, it's, it's open to everybody. And like, according to the reports today, everybody was there. Like it really was an event for everybody because while Hall H was pretty much closed for the yeah. for the weekend because they didn't have the big studios there using it to to do their their massive slate presentations or whatever, the convention floor was absolutely jammed. Everybody seems to be reporting massive sales figures. Yeah, huge, yeah. like record-breaking sales figures from from their stalls. You know, from the from the small artists, small press artists, um, right through to you know the the big you know multinational um uh, suppliers like you mm-hmm. know like Hasbro and that. Like everyone had a huge weekend because there was nowhere else to go. You were on the floor. You were walking around. You were checking out the stalls. You were spending more money. You know, mm, that's so, it. Yeah. So I wonder if San Diego is looking at this going, well, maybe, you know, we don't need the big studios. We don't, you know, we could we could run this event,
1: X studios and still do well. Um, mm-hmm. But if you think about the amount of the attendance, does 135,000 people go mm-hmm. uh, or has the capacity to go mm-hmm. from a ticket sale point of view? All H accommodates around six, 7,000 people. They all stuff in there to see the Guardians of the Galaxy presentation, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And even at that, you if, if all those people are in there, then you have one hundred and twenty-eight thousand people whatever it is, doing other stuff that's not based on whatever's going on at Hall H. So yeah. that 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 fandom, whatever you call it, uh, has always been there. It's it's just been either represented or you know. Well, it's it, also been it be.
0: it's also been queuing. That's mm. what I was about
2: to say. Yeah. Like yeah. you see those guys capping there for days before the event, just to make sure to get into one panel. So you might have the capacity for that amount of people, but some of those people aren't on the con floor. They're waiting to get into Hall H or or, or, the, or the next team.
1: And do you think a lot of them over the years have gone to Comic Con specifically to get into Hall H, specifically to yeah. see that thing and then just go home?
0: Yeah. I do. Some I, of them. Yeah. I do think some of, some of them have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marvel created, you know, the MCU and mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's, there's a religious following to that that kind of exists beyond the comic book side of things or you know the the other the other media that Marvel Marvel produces and and are just you know beeline for the for the movie stuff mm-hmm. um and they created this thing which you know is is so successful created stars it was, it was nearly like the old Hollywood system where you know they they'd pick up actors who may not have had a chance back in day. like I remember when Iron Man was announced, myself and Pete Murray sitting around going, who would you Who would you cast as Tony Stark? Because Tom Cruise, I think, was off the table at that stage because he was knee-deep in Mission Impossible. And he wasn't going to... He, he pulled himself out of the, the running for Tony. And then I remember years ago, someone telling me Marvel are really... Like when they were starting to put things together, they were doing it really, really cheaply. So it had to be somebody... Affordable, available, kind of stuff. Yeah. and somebody mm. who was cheap. And I shit you not, the two of us were sitting around and we were going, "Well, you know who's affordable and cheap?" And and back then we kind of thought they were going to go the the demon in a bottle side of things, and we were like, I'm "Gonna be brilliant if Robert Downey Jr. was cast as Iron Man," you know. Mm. And and I thought you were going to say that. Uh where was I going with that? Yeah, so so they've created like, like they created stars out of, you know, nothing really, you know, mm-hmm. or or you know, people who, you know, their careers to all intents and purposes were finished. Um, they'd kind of crossed the line too many times and and had been whatever the precursor to being cancelled was, you know, had mm-hmm. that happened to them. Um, so it was kind of yeah, it was kind of last chance saloon for 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 a lot of the actors. Um that were picked up or the first big gig that they had. Yeah. They, anyway, right. they created these, these stars and, and there were kids who kind of rode that journey with them, you know? Mm. Um, you know, like we're, we're all old men, but I mean, there were, there Hang were yeah, a... there <laughs> were a disclaimer like that. <laughs> kids who lived their adolescence through yeah. the MCU, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, so you can see, why that would be such a focus, you know? When you get there, and oh my god, they're going to be in the room, and to, you know that's all I want to do. All I want to do is get there, being yeah. like it was like I suppose Star Wars was 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 it for us, you know? Yeah, back in the well, day.
2: Well, this goes back to what you said a minute ago. Like there, there are so many things on the lead up to and around associated with a Comic Con. So many different kinds of fandom. It just caters towards so many kind of things. Like like when we were talking earlier, like Ada brought up um, Spider Man and 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 Baldur's Gate, and I was like. I, I, I even missed those. I I kind of forgot that the games were a big part of San Diego. You know. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because mm. yeah, I, I cause it was I it was so like, myself just looking at comics and and film and and TV shows that are coming out. But yeah, I mean, Baldur's Gate, I can't wait for that. That looks incredible. Um, and I didn't see a jot about that until Edo mentioned it, and I had to go find it again. And Who I felt made it was so What's strange. The, what
1: studios? Dan? The Larian Studios. Okay. Are they office, have an office here, I, think, I believe, in Dublin. They okay. do, yeah, yeah. I um, don't know what they do
2: here, though, in Dublin, um, and what, what element they take part in, but um, like it looks like... Have you guys seen any footage of the gameplay?
1: I've seen bits of P7. I know there was a big... I, I saw it. Um, There's a big article or a big cover story in PC Gamer this year, or this week, I think it is, or last week, maybe, and they were showing kind of bits of P7 as well. So it does look amazing, but I think, to your point about it, the, the game stuff, um, it is that... The old thing that from Dave and I in our day jobs, the hardest part is the hardest part is getting me here and I'm here to keep me here. You know, so if you have yeah. a comic, oh, well they're here. There, it reminds me a game. If you have a game, well it reminds me of a movie. Out of it. So just kind of just ripping it to shreds as much as you possibly can and getting it down to the basis level of just whatever someone will buy. You know, from a, from a commercial point of view, you know. Um, but what I thought was interesting with the Spider-Man Two game Well, the trade anyway. anyway, so. Uh, had Venom in it, but also had Craven the Hunter. So Craven the Hunter yeah. movie is coming out in the end of this year, sometime October, like I think, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the game is coming out in October, November as well. So, yeah, that kind of wheels in motion for years to get that done because the games take years, movies take years. You know, from that point of view, but the game does look great. But you then you and you can see the kind of cynical tie-ins along the way of how these things are put together and produced. And you know, can't can't blame them for wanting to make money. You know, there's a no effort. Yeah. You know, they're all salespeople. So you kind of. Oh, I was
0: watching the trailer for the game uh, the other night, the the new trailer, and uh, it comes for up. First Spider-Man, yeah. was it? First Spider-Man 2, yeah, and it comes up October 22nd, whatever it is. Um, and uh, I, I passed the comment to my wife that, you know, that's a day one purchase for me. And I'll probably get to play it in about two years' time. Um because <laughs> yeah. the kids will be like, give me the controller. You know, that's <laughs> you know, I just won't get near it, you know. Um but yeah, no, it looks amazing. But Baldur's Gate, like I don't know loads about it. So D and
2: D world. Um what's what's what's, what's interesting, what's, what's different about it is it's quite D and D, because I don't think that's what I was going to ask. Is it an RPG? Way twice, or what is it? yeah. There seems to be a luck system in it. So, like, um, depending on on your character, and what, 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 like, how many times you play this game through, your character will have a, in D and D have a passive perception. So you won't have to roll for something. You will. Your character may or may not hear something depending on how how he's able to passively pick up a, a sound or a noise or something he sees in the forest, whatever it is. The game seems to have that too but it varies it's never giving you the same passive perception score so you on your first playthrough you may not pick up on something that you will on your second or vice versa so mm-hmm. there seems to be your massive replayability on a, on a system that i've never seen in games so before is it, is it single player uh, uh, multiplayer you can play to four people i think on this cool. like uh, so you can have yeah. a
0: party yeah
2: yeah yeah just yeah. like you do with your, with your mates playing D and i mean like it looks fantastic it just yeah. looks great uh yeah, I can't be flawed. It just looks uh, something I'm very excited about. I think I, think I that's presume I presume here. a
0: certain a certain contingent of D D fans are like oh, video games.
2: <laughs> I think they might have been up until they saw it, and then okay. they saw how it's quite yeah. like playing the game. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It, it feels like there's a roll of the dice being made for the players. Uh, without their knowledge, but it's what your your dungeon master or your game master would ask you to do when you entered the new place. So okay. I think it looks really interesting. From that, I wonder how that works. Um, the little bits I've seen online with people playing it, like it looks great. I, I don't see how you get bored playing this. And it's
1: out in August. I think it's August. Yeah, I can't remember. And is it platform but... exclusive? You know Well, they're doing. I think. I mean, and I, I, I will be honest. I mean, I find the whole D and D world fascinating. Um, whether I sit down and play Baldur's Gate three. Don't know, but um, it, it does look fascinating to me. But I think it's on. Yeah, it's PC first, and then go yeah. roll out across every platform like a month or two later. I think, I think I it's know, something could. like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not sure. I think it is hitting Xbox, but I can't
2: remember. Is it just? It's, Xbox?
1: it's definitely PS5 anyway. do not yeah, yeah. I certainly saw yeah. them on advertised for PS5. Um, is that the end of our Baldur's Gate Three podcast? Are we? I think so. Yeah, we better move <laughs> on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it just just on the note of like like we we mentioned the strike afterwards. I thought there was a few things done very right in San Diego where. They showed the good parts of, of studios dealing with where, like, there's a big part of the like, sag after strike at the moment is this AI ability, um, where studios are bringing in actors to capture their likeness and then use it uh, as they see fit in perpetuity. Those words in perpetuity are kind of on everyone's contract, um. And I saw it come up a couple of times at this. Once it came up during the Rick and Morty uh, p- uh, panel, where um, Justin rylance is, is no longer part of the show and he plays a lot of the characters in it. Um, but instead of kind of going a cynical route of maybe using his voice and, and, and using AI to, to play out those characters, they've gone and found voice talent to replicate those characters. Right move. You know, I, I agree with that. Um, and there was also a voice ca- actor panel and I thought this was brilliant uh, because it brought up details about the SAG episode that I hadn't heard before. Things that are literally in the contract. And uh, uh, it comes from Comic Beat again, more great from Comic Speed. This one is from um, Amy Bundle. And uh, it was um, uh, from the SECC members of the National Association of Voice Actors discuss AI and entertainment. And I thought this was scary. Like I said, um, let's face it, Pandora's box is open, stated out and um, Alton, uh, Zeke Alton, who works for the Callisto Protocol, um, he said, actors, uh, both voice and on screen, understand that, that there's no going back. We are looking for, what we are looking for is consent and compensation. There also needs to be transparency and the artificial intelligence picks up so that people can see whose work is being used to make millions for CEOs while they are uncompensated. So there's just lots of stuff kind of brought up in a contract that now is out for all of us to see in here so any of that unfounded fear is now kind of pushed down for anyone working in the arts to kind of see exactly where it's going and, and yeah, the wording yeah. they use. really interesting stuff really good panel they seem to have a lot of answers for some of too and and what, uh, what they could do to kind of uh, help everyone base. yeah you know? yeah. Um, and, and on the animation side like
0: from, from a writing perspective they're not in the WGA you know they yeah. have worse rates they're not on strike um mm-hmm. Uh, IATSE, I think, is the is the yeah fake so. union that was set up by Walt Disney back in back in the day um, to control animation writers and control what they were paid. You know, and they don't really have great representation as a result. You know,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so there yeah. was just a funny thing about replacing the voice actors. Um, I don't know if if you watch Bob's Burgers, um, yeah. there was a great story, about, it's a terrible story. But it's kind of funny about. Um, Jay Johnson who used to be in Mr. Show and was a, a writer and actor and he, he plays Jimmy Pesto or did play Jimmy Pesto in Bob's Burgers until until he went to the January 6th uh, riots mm-hmm. insurrection which I thought was bizarre because the picture went around by the FBI going, do you know this man? Everyone's like, that's <laughs> yeah. fucking... Millions, yeah. of yeah. <laughs> we, we know who he is. And, uh, and he's gone. He, I don't yeah. know where he I think he was arrested recently enough. He I'm was sure he'll show up in a yeah. Jim
0: Caviezel movie, you know, somewhere yeah. like that. Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. Yeah. wrapping it up. Um, but he yeah. is now... You know, he's gone off it, but they recorded, you know, months and months of advance obviously. but there's, I think, Bob's Burgers on season 15 coming up, maybe. But he's Jimmy Hustle's kind of not even in it anymore. They didn't even recast, he was just gone. Yeah. As a character. And he was a pretty yeah. good character. Um, but that was a wild story. Wild. Speaking, yeah, of, yeah, yeah.
0: speaking of characters who are just gone, I think we should talk about Ado's favorite character. I'm oh yes. I'm good, good segue, sir.
2: I'm,
1: go- yes, I'm, going yes, I'm going through a tunnel, go through a tunnel.
0: So you may be familiar with um the bringer of vengeance that was Frank Castle, the Punisher in in Marvel Comics, who uh came to a bit of a spiky end, um, courtesy of Jason Aaron, I think, was writing the last was he writing the last series? I think he was. Mm, I think so, um, yeah. And uh, and he's gone, but it was announced recently by Marvel that um, there's a
2: new Punisher coming. Can I ask, before we get on to the new Punisher, like, what happened to Frank Castle? Because all I could find out was that he just disappeared.
1: Is well, that- he's in the we- weird world dimension. And he's okay. uh, the protector of children. And I, like, I read a bit of that series where, and it was came on the back of, you know, the Punisher was seen to be this kind of bizarre right-wing character. And, you know, Taken the the logo was taken over by a certain faction, and it was all very strange. Yeah, I think
0: I think his imagery and everything was taken over and taken out of context by a mm. lot of terrible people.
1: But yeah, and they changed yeah. the logo, and they and they you mm. know brought him back to the. The hand and the fist and all that kind of stuff and doing you know sword play and all that stuff and I it didn't do it for me now I didn't not the the the, the latest run was good or bad I just didn't get it and uh, so I kind of gave up on it uh, fairly early on um, but then I saw that answer over the weekend and uh, about what's this Joe Garrison which, yeah right can we talk on. about the name right go ahead so,
0: go so I I love Marvel and I love uh, I love what David. David, I actually don't know how to pronounce his surname. Is it Pepos? Is it Peppos? Uh, pre- yeah, it, I don't know either. Yeah, Peppose. <laughs> um, anyway, David, you're a great Steedle ladder. Peppos A. That's good. Um, yeah. And and Dave Walker um, are are bringing bringing this character through hmm. Joe Garrison, right? So so immediately my my Toast of London uh, radar started going off with that name because I was like, Joe Garrison. So there's Frank Castle, there's Joe Garrison. Are we mm. going to have a Kevin Stronghold? Maybe a Malcolm Fortress? <laughs> you know, like, you know. Like, Johnny Moat. Yeah, you can kind of see something there, you know. Um, I do get the impression they're cabling um, the Punisher. It seems like there's going to be future tech involved here and maybe he's a, he's a descendant um that's you know jumped back in time or something mm-hmm. the the look of him there hasn't been a lot of detail given but the look of him is very you know sci-fi the the weaponry is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. very sci-fi his armor looks very sci-fi
2: apparently he's a shield agent Ex, a, an ex-Black Ops S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and it's interesting you bring up the look of him because that struck a chord at me straight away. The way he has the, the band going across his chest, around his shoulders I had to look it up and it, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. agent attire, it's exactly how they wear all their stuff in yeah. on the shows, a lot of the comics, it's all there. So it's interesting how they model him right after that.
0: But his guns uh, look quite sci-fi, his guns yeah. look a bit cable um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as huge as, as Rob's um, mm. uh, guns back in the day but um, but still there, there's definitely uh there's a bang of futurism off them i don't know if if there's a bit of a time travel story or remember, a remember they did. weird
1: world story to be, yeah, to be they told they did have the a few years back i can't remember now they had the punisher you know 2189 or whatever 2099 it was, yeah. yeah 2099 yeah. yeah um where they had that kind of futuristic type thing as well you know so they kind of gone down that road a little bit already mm. um so yeah, I don't. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Look, all we know is nobody ever really dies in comics. Like
0: Welcome Back Frank was the name of a of a huge seller yep. for them. Um we could see Welcome Back Frank again. Yeah, Welcome so, Back Frank yeah. too. you know, coming in it. <laughs> Welcome in harder. Beers. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Welcome her. <laughs> Welcome <Work, work> her <him laughs> again, again. Yeah, first time. We'll uh-huh. um, but yeah, look, I don't, think, I don't think Frank's gone. I, you know, um, especially considering he's going to be popping up on Daredevil: Born Again, isn't he? Um, oh, that's yeah, right. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, then okay. again, again, I mean, this is another probably another episode. But you know, when you saw him in uh, She-Hulk, mm-hmm. different color costume, and he's all happy, clappy, joking, jumping around the place.
0: I don't mind uh, that, man.
1: I uh, know I don't mind it either, yeah. but. It's totally very different to mm-hmm. the, you know, the show. Sure. Yeah. You know, and watching John Berthold as the Punisher in the Netflix series like watching a fucking snuff movie every week. So I don't think, <laughs> don't think that on Disney Plus <laughs> he's going to be coming in going, hey guys, high fiving all around. No. It's not going to happen. No, it not might be more, uh,
2: more, uh, he'll high five
1: more... you in the face with his gun. Yeah. 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 I yeah, hope so. Yeah. Well, so. I'm down for that.
0: That'll it be might right. be more GI Joe than 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 special ops. You know, oh, be well, good with uh, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds good. Speaking of which, and this is a really good segue. I'm very proud of this. So they, but another thing they did announce at Comic Con was uh, the Continental the John Wick story spin-off mm-hmm. chronicles whatever they're talking about, uh, which is based in the 1970s and features an old friend of mine, Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which. Again, what's going on? Terrible mm-hmm. weekend for people i like, um, yeah, <laughs> but that does again. they had a trailer a couple of months ago, it looks all right, yeah, but that kind of again, the Comic Con adjacent thing. Let's let's release that story at Comic Con, why? Yeah. Who knows, you know, very strange, very strange. Well, John,
0: John Wick would probably be a, an easy cosplay for, for a lot of people, you know, yeah, yeah, so. but yeah,
1: the, yeah. The, the, this, this, this 70s type New York thing you know, three parter thing in September, October. I don't know I I don't even know where it's on here, if it'll be on, I'm sure it will be, but it'll be on in I don't know, some know. streaming you, thing. Well, you know? you'll
0: probably have to download something special because Mel Gibson is in it. So um That's true. You know, we're not allowed to watch his movies anymore.
1: No. These weapon <laughs> five I'm still holding out for. I really? Really? Well, he said he told he didn't tell me personally that, <laughs> that, he, uh, <laughs> that, that night drove, in the boozer. He took over from Richard. Donner podcast. Richard Donner, one of the greatest under under uh, like just such a one of the greatest directors of all time, Richard Donner. And he does not get the recognition he deserved at all. Richard Donner, no, he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amazing. He was so versatile to love something. But according to Mel Gibson, you know, Rich Donald said, "You do. You take it over." And he went, mm. "Cool." And well, that was announced two or three years ago, and never a word since. So, eh, yeah, but is that
0: true. You know, according to according to Mel Gibson. You know, obviously he was on his deathbed. Donald pointed you. at I me and you said, dare. "You do it, Mel. You do it for all of us. You get Pesci and Glover back. Yeah. You are better. You are always better." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do we want to see *Lethal Weapon* five? Considering. It's Always
2: Sunny in Philadelphia I've already done it which was it? oh yeah it's true yeah it was very good it's Yeah, good
1: I'd good, still though. watch
2: it I'd still watch it that'd be one I'd still go out for would a weapon. I would yeah 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 absolutely I wouldn't even have to think twice about it I'd be there
0: I don't know I don't know if I can these days <laughs> I haven't watched it I haven't like I've watched the old ones and they're mm-hmm. amazing yeah like the first two my god you know mm. like you can understand why Shane Black what did he he got two million for the script for, for the first is that right weapon. I think it's still
1: yeah. the record, isn't it? And his first ever script as well. Yeah, and uh, there's a gr- like it's a great script to read uh, if you're interested in, in script writing. You can find it easily. You know, it's a great script to read, and it's also he it was 26 or 27 or something like that, and it was told. he oh, just kept going all the way know. through, and he kept being told this doesn't happen very often. He goes all right, man. Next thing, uh, you're on the next level here. This doesn't happen very often, and it went all the way through. And there's a director's cut. Uh, I don't know where to find. I have it on uh Laserdisc and VHS and DVD. <laughs> wow, nice. Uh everywhere. Physical uh, it's, media. There's a couple of um scenes. Not a big fan, there. not a big fan. Yeah, not a big just fan. casual no. fan, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. just casual. Just casual. <laughs> um I have the poster in as well. but it. But it, it again just shows that kind of the level he of the Shane Black's writing. Uh and the shirts. See? Shirts. Yep. Shirt, <laughs> shirt <laughs> yes, on shirts. <right, laughs> <laughs> uh and and uh, what was the? I heard he was two. at mass earlier as well. He took his name off *Lethal Weapon* 2 shape so Like, anyway, hey, oh. we're, we're going into the weeds into something else. So let's let's talk. Let's talk he deserves. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, moving on.
0: Moving on. I mean, it, it is it is strange the 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 slow rehabilitation that Hollywood seems to give these guys. You know, it's like mm. yeah, you know, give Mel another go. Yeah. How many how many lines are you cross? Okay, so. That's on the
2: note of giving someone else another goal at the Comic Con we Oh had, my god, uh, where's this Ms. going? Miss Marvel uh, Okay, <laughs> and now it's coming back alive again. Like I yeah. mean and they just kill so, her off. They've now brought her yeah, yeah, go for it. So go on. This ties in with what we we're saying about the
0: Punisher, right? Mm-hmm. So Punisher's gonna show up in, in Born Again on Disney Plus. Um Miss Marvel at the end of her TV show, mm-hmm. there was a tease about her being a mutant. Yes. Um yes, yeah, yeah. So, they killed her off in Spidey a couple of weeks ago. A couple and of issues. Up ago. until
2: this point, we knew she was an inhuman. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, can't, yeah, we kind of figured she was an inhuman. Uh,
1: hang on, hang on. For, for the dilettantes and idiots in the audience, me, back up a little bit here. because okay. I'm going to be confused. Sorry. <laughs> so, the Miss Marvel, the Kamala Khan. Mom, yes, mm-hmm. but the comic. You're not talking about yes. series. Yeah, not the series, not the comic at the moment. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, back on, back on board. But not the, not the TV series, it was the Disney Plus. You don't talk about that no. side of it. Okay, but we're, we're,
2: you're talking about that cross-pollination between different media and how Marvel are promoting yeah. one with the other. That's what Dave's hitting at here. And he's right so, on the money. Yeah. Oh, so on. it
0: appears that Marvel are working, so they're going to eventually, you know, have their own X-Men. Um, movies and it looks like they're trying to work Kamala Khan in, in, or maybe she's are into that world of of mutants to in in the MCU. But they in the comic books to kind of sync up with what's going on in, mm-hmm. in MCU land, uh they killed her off. Um not was, even had a one title. They killed her off in Spider Man off as a like as a supporting character in Spider Man, mm. um written by Zeb Wells and drawn by John Romita Jr. Um, I
2: think, I think was on that one yeah.
0: Yeah he did yeah. And um uh yeah she she died saving um I th- saving Pete the kids yes. the the weird kids from the other dimension. Yeah yeah. The other guy nobody liked I can't remember. Either. Yeah everyone was like the team gone yeah. And yeah. and Mary Jane but she did it disguised as Mary Jane cuz she can mm-hmm. kind of change her her body's kind of uh, malleable and stuff, so she 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 disguised herself as MJ. Anyway, there was a whole thing for the last two years. You have to read Spidey, um, or
2: not? Yeah, yeah, guess, maybe if you um, feel like you're missing something, you know, we're all missing something. Like it's 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 slowly being unravelled, even as we speak. And there's more announced this weekend that they'll, they'll cover up more of the stuff that uh, two, Spidey's done in the last two years.
0: So hmm. anyway, right. mm-hmm. They're bringing her back. She's coming back as a mutant.
2: I, has yeah. she come back yet? I don't think she's come back yet in the comics. Has she? Um, like, no, they've Netflix. only uh, shown us a couple of covers, I think. Yeah, um, and it was only announced this weekend that she's in X Men uniform essentially. Yeah. So she's and she's been Jenny McKell- by the Krakoan Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the Krakoan resurrection technology thing brought her back. So well, we have a confirmed.
0: Yeah, you have to have their personality imprinted onto some kind of thingy. What's that Professor okay. X has. And he is that for every mutant. So is he just going to reveal kind of, ta she was a mutant all along and we knew this. And he we, was creeping on her the whole time. <laughs> uh, he's he's a really, really <laughs> creepy character these days. Yeah. Like he always was, if you look at the original X-Men mm-hmm. issues, there's this whole internal monologue he has about Jean Grey, which is gross because Jean Grey was a teenager at the time and, and a pupil in, in, uh, in his school. Um, but then, you know, you have to kind of, wonder why did he name his team after him? And then that was all reckoned to oh the X gene, you know. But anyway, um uh yeah, where was I? Oh yeah, and then he now he's got like he's running around like he's 20 in Spandex with his big yeah. goldfish ball head and uh is resurrecting mutants left, right, and center. Um and I don't know it's just all a bit strange. But that's all going to come to an end anyway. And I think this Resurrection of her is kind of a precursor to the fall of X again. I think uh, so too. Yeah. yeah if it's that is... easy to
2: bring them back, then there's no real risk with the characters. They? So they're going to
0: have to get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're my favorite branch of the Marvel universe. Absolutely, the mutants, and you know they've been wiped out. You know, destroyed to the point of like nothing. You know, along uh, over the years. Um, and. Uh, you know, through what mutant massacres for the mutants, House of M, all those mm-hmm. big stories. You know, and it was nice to see them win for a while. You know, and you know, have various mutants get killed again, and again, and again in their in their quest to to um, uh, complete a mission. Like that that issue early on with uh, Wolverine continually oh, yeah. getting killed on the Orca's um, uh, space station was just like it was brilliant
2: and hilarious and the whole thing with nightcrawler and i'm sorry we're getting into the weeds here we're word, word reading though if people aren't aware but i mean that kind of thing where a character can just keep dying and keep coming back like it needed an issue like that to to give it some kind of purpose otherwise like
1: why worry about them They're just so going to there's no there's, no there's no jeopardy involved yeah. in it yeah. the but the, with the x-men again we're kind of brand relevant here to this just before the actor strike, that kind of image came out of Hugh Jackman. Uh, oh, yeah, April with, with that book, yeah. But he was wearing the yellow spandex and got the hair up like the comic book. And mm. then a couple of years ago, was it last year or two years ago, announced a Comic-Con about uh, X-Men 97, uh, which is all those fantastic stories, fantastic uh, cartoon series, which mm-hmm. I don't know when that's coming out. It's meant to be, meant to be coming out at some stage um, or maybe it stopped, I don't know. But that, again, that kind of... N- nothing dies there's no you know nostalgia element bringing yeah, that everything's back alive great series the you yeah. know and it, keep, it keeps sticking over um, but will that tie in again I don't know but you never know because they just seem to keep tying everything in X-Men yeah.
0: 97 I think is the end of this year
2: yeah uh, it got announced at the time again that it's still en route
0: and so. Hasbro released the action figures mm-hmm. um, the tie in action figures so if the merch is rolling you know the show's not far away mm-hmm. um yeah and and it looks great um it actually looks better than the from what i've seen of just the the promotional artwork it looks better than the original show cuz that show i know it was and this is probably um sacrilegious for a lot of x-men fans but <laughs> you know i got into the x-men in the mid to late 80s by 1997 you know i i you know I'd, i i knew my x-men you know and then a lot of people were being introduced to the x-men with that show <laughs> And the quality of story that I had from the mid 80s right through to then like, was so high. And then you got this TV show that compressed all those stories into an episode or maybe two episodes. And I was like, fuck this. Like, you know, there's years of comics just to get to there, you know? Um, so I, I was, you know, my, my, my nerd sensibilities were, were fairly well offended. Um, <laughs> by that, but looking back on it now, I'm like, Oh yeah, obviously like, there was a huge,
1: huge gateway drug for a lot of people. You know? It was oh, mine, I mean, Yeah. 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 But it is, that's a bit of a full circle moment because come back to where we're talking about Comic-Con or on. When, around ninety nine, 2000, when movies in particular started to invade comic-con was for the x-men movie in 2000s like that was yeah. a big thing yeah. where they kind of went here's somewhere we haven't really gone and talked about this even though like i think comic-con started 1970s something early 70s something like that and um so there's always been stuff going on there uh, but certainly x-men and then spider-man the following year that's when it all kind of took off but certainly x-men was the first one to really get in there and exploit oh, it
0: and the hype for that movie like yeah huge yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like i was whatever 20 324 something when it came out and yeah i couldn't believe it like i got to go to the premiere in dublin we all got little little bags we got La-dee got a, got da. an x-men got La-dee. an x-men pin you know and <laughs> um it's because we had a comic book store at the time but um uh like it was yeah it was insane i mean looking back on it yeah but um but it's they still made a good face of it it's mm-hmm. insane watching the transformation of Hugh Jackman in those movies, though. Like, yeah, he's yeah. a regular looking bloke yeah. in the first one. And mm-hmm. that's fine. That's absolutely fine, you know? And by now, he's just like, I don't know, he's just like one giant steroid, isn't he? He's, he's like
1: so pumped and enormous <laughs> and terrifying looking. Seems like a lovely man, though.
0: Yeah, fair play to you. Man. <laughs>
1: I'll figure for that. The um, we were talking earlier on about the uh, about the movie stuff as well, but Borderlands. So I never played Borderlands the game, mm-hmm. and I know they're kind of half talking about it at Comic Con. But one thing that I found interesting about it was because you guys had done the Last of Us um podcast uh, when for season one, great. Go back list available now wherever you get your podcasts. Um, which was done by Craig Mason, and then he announced recently he's taken his name off the Borderlands movie. He doesn't want anything to do it at all, uh, and and I came out like. The other day, just before the Comic Con weekend, was that a strike
0: uh, thing? Because I don't they were know, he, promoting he, he, it at the show. Because no, no, he again. just
1: I think he just said, I don't want anything to do with this, something along those I lines. Oh. And uh, I just saw a headline about it. I said, like, Well, that's a bit mad. Um, because I know the movie's gonna be out, I think it was shot a couple of years ago at this stage, and it's I don't know when it's coming out. But I keep saying it's coming out sometime, I think it might be coming out next year sometime. Um, but he unceremoniously went, No, nope, take my name off this, don't want hmm. to do it. uh, whether there was. Creative differences, as they say. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I heard he's, that a, well. he's had such a great year with The Last of Us, you know. You think um he'd be on a roll trying to pick himself up, but he's voluntarily yeah, yeah. came out and said, No way, don't want to. Interesting.
2: Well, that would kill some buzz at Borderlands, wouldn't it? You'd be kinda of like, Oh, I wonder what's going on there that he mm. came off that. Uh, I'm not so hyped about it now. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he's a he's a
0: he's a pretty savvy bloke. Like mm. he hasn't put a foot wrong yet, so yeah, maybe I don't know, but we'll see. Um, it's yeah. not a game I was ever really drawn to. I don't
1: know about you, Yeah, I, I'm aware I, uh, of it. I just no, I've never no. played it. Just I was just aware of it. Never it's a bit it. too grungy for me. But I, I played a bit of it, like a bit, because it's all kind of cel shaded stuff.
2: It was, I yeah. felt like you know, a bit comicky So I was, I was in. Um, but like, like a lot of those games, I, I, I can only play it for so long. Uh, it's, it's one of those things we get lost in the world of it more so than the story. I kind of felt. Mm. And um, I think just around the same time as I was getting into that, I hit the Witcher and sure. Look, I think he's been on the podcast more often than not. I actually lost myself more in that than any other game I think I've ever played. So Borderlands felt it away. So
0: what, what game was that? I don't
2: I don't remember you ever mentioned that before. I never mentioned the Witcher? Oh, I'll talk about it some other day. We'll do another episode on that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> cool, cool story. Um. <laughs> so, uh, we should talk about some other things that happened. So, Distillery, um, or Distillery, is it Distillery? Distillery, I suppose. Uh, I, I guess I would have said Distillery. Yeah, yeah. Distillery, yeah. Um, because there's no vowels in their mm. um, company name. But they're a publisher collective, and they they launched at Comic-Con Um ex Comicsology original guys and ex-friend or, or sorry, current friend, always friend, um, of the pod Will Dennis um involved in that one. Um and then we've got like there's like a murderous row of talent in, in in this. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um so like Tula Loche, Scott Snyder, James Tinian who won Best Writer at the right, yeah. Eisners Heisers and Tula and Scott won for Barnstormers as mm-hmm. well for Best Digital book. Uh Jock, like legend. Um I yeah, his book it, Gone was announced, wasn't it? His yeah. book Gone, yeah. Joelle Jones is just like one of the best artists ever. Uh Mark Bernardin, amazing writer uh, and bloke, you know, um, and podcaster, if you if you listen to um him and Kevin Smith on Fat Man Beyond, um, they're actually their
2: their San Diego episodes brilliant I haven't ends. let you say actually I must oh time.
0: my god the ending you've got it you got it oh, really? just, okay. yeah, just amazing um, Ariella Christian Tina Mirka and Dolfo, Becky Clunan good mm-hmm. name, Becky um, who stood beside me at a bar in Leeds one year when a fan came over and started chatting away to her and telling her how great she was and everything and then, he, then he looked at me and he went who are you <laughs>
2: I was like <laughs> I'm I'm no one man. <laughs> he just goes okay. Um and we're all no one standing next to Becky though.
0: And Ramby. um so mm-hmm. like like a huge like that's just on that that devil's Cut book, you know, which is like a, I think an anthology book that they're they're putting out. Um so like just a huge amount of talent. I believe the publishing model gives equity to the creators. Um, I don't know how that works in, in in reality, but I think they get a piece of the action for everything that, that's that's published through mm. there. Um
2: so, sorry, how I, does I didn't know Ram V was in that because Ram V, I've just found out this weekend that Con has just gone DC exclusive. Yeah, but he's he's done this book, so that's done right.
0: in the can, you know. Some exclusives though offer greater own clauses as well, you know. Um mm. so exclusive can can mean they just can't work for. The guys across the street, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, don't mention them. Exactly. Um. But yeah, I mean, you, you just don't know how the how the deal is structured. Some mean one hundred percent of of your time has to has to go to it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Um. We'll see. Uh. But that's like that's gonna shake things up. I think.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, like, that'll it kind of feels like the early days of Image, right? Where like the, the murderers of talent go off on their own to do something, all eyes are on them to see what they'll do now because we do yeah. know how it worked out for Image, you know.
0: And you know, they've got Martin, um, uh, is it Martin Stein Brenner, um, who started Comixology, Chip Mosher, who it. was Comixology Originals, um, at Amazon. And uh, yeah, so those two guys know what they're doing, yeah, mm. digital comics wise. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting, interesting pitch. Um, and like Will will steer everybody in the right direction because he's a genius. Um, yeah, so he's the,
2: pretty fun good. All right, yeah. yeah,
0: man, looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, then so that, that was kind of all the all the uh kind of innovative stuff that that I saw come up. Um,
2: just
1: well,
0: on... as,
2: as we're not talking about the guy across the road, someone went back to go work for them. So we have JMS is back from Marvel and yeah. he's, he's working yeah. on Captain America. I'm excited about that. I was a good, big, I'm a big fan of pretty much everything he does, really. Uh, the films he's worked on since he's left, uh, Amazing Spider Man, Babylon 5 fan, and um, that's the one thing I haven't watched entirely through it. I've only kind of started it recently. Um, and uh, don't know why it just got past. I think I got into his comic stuff first and then yeah. I discovered that he did that. Um, but like, uh, fell into a bunch. Like he, I saw the, the script for world war Z was before he came on board and, uh, well, uh, he saved that film. Did he? Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. like that film. I, I, that film. I, I, that's a fun film. Do you like yeah. it? I do
1: Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, all okay. like, on the kind of waves it. of zombies, and the whole thing. And the bit of the, on the plane with, uh, Oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, Peter Capaldi yeah. is he's the guy in that, is he? Peter Capaldi, I think, is in that film. The the crazy doctor or something. Is he the, yeah, i yeah, trying to think something I haven't seen it in a few years. I didn't mind that movie though. That was pretty good.
2: I, I enjoyed it. it. it's a pity that they made Brad Pitt play all the characters that were in the book. You know, it could have been like mm. ten or twelve people, but still a fun film. Um but uh what it was before he got his hands on it was a very not a fun really? film. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I, well speaking of which on that, um back to the Comic Con thing, there was a lot I I just never had time to watch the show. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a load of Walking Dead announcements at Comic-Con. Yeah. There's Walking Dead, Daryl, there's Walking Dead, Neg- they're, Negan. They all have their own spin-offs of yeah. some description. There was loads of that kind of stuff uh, released for Comic-Con and trailers and you know imagery and stuff like that for, for all those kind of off-worlds of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. There's loads of that kind of stuff out there as well. It's a more kind of zombie kind of stuff. Yeah, it's the very
2: same same characters even. Like it's just them yeah, yeah. In line where they were for the last two years. Like they have Rick Grimes and uh and uh oh my God uh badass katana woman what's what's her name Walking Dead uh, oh my god really Jesus you doing, man? come on back Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang up
1: on him, Dave. Dave, hang up. <laughs> yeah. so,
2: someone take over. Where, talk about who it. is this? <laughs> <laughs> the badass. Oh my god, I can't get her name. Um, but they have their own show. Nobody tell them. <laughs> Come on, you can do coming. it. <laughs> it's not coming. It's not coming. Um, yeah. m- Mary. No. <laughs> um. Hang on! I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't get it. Come on! Come
1: on! You can um, do it. We're not, we're not cutting any of this,
2: Ben. It's oh, Michelle. Michelle Thank you. Michelle. Oh my god! That wasn't coming. I got. I got. I got as far as the the the, word, the letter M. Um, Robert Kirkman,
0: if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that you know I'm the better one here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think everyone knows that, um, but like, they're. Their whole thing was that they were set up as a big family unit, right? Yeah, And then they kind of abandoned their families to go back and find each other. And to, to go back and find out that Frank Grimes is still alive and uh, Frank Grimes. it has to be a mass. Frank Grimes uh, from The Simpsons. I did The Simpsons. He, he's well done. How many, how many times did I
0: say that before you got
2: that? Yeah. Just so say it one more, time. one more time. No, I'm going to download, right, right, subscribe and... Uh... Look, look at me, I'm Homer Not, Simpson.
1: Thank like, oh my God.
0: I want to see that. How, how many times that, did I, I say Frank see Grimes? That what episode of The Walking Dead. Or Frank Grimes is in The Walking Dead. <laughs> no, I'm Homer Simpson, I can, walk, I can walk up to zombies. That has to be a...
2: <laughs> but that should be a variant cover of the first one. Him staring into the window. That would be <laughs> um, amazing. But and like but there's so many spin-offs. I mean, Darrell Dixon's yeah. in Paris now. Yeah, but it's the, um, look, it's the economics of, of
0: TV, you know. You, you, you're mm-hmm. not gonna keep the band together that long. Like what what, what was it? 12 years, 13 years? They've been, they've been they've been taking this. Still thing. Going. Yeah. Still going. Yeah, yeah, and they've they've got the they what they feared. Fear the the yeah. Did anybody watch that? I, I
2: never watched an episode. I, I was excited about that because mm. I thought it was going to be... What I kind of promised was it was going to be, like, how it started. So we live in the first three or four days of, right. of the okay. zombie apocalypse. But, like, we almost skipped ahead to, like, the first six weeks and the first, maybe maybe the first episode, yeah. the second. Like, we yeah. just got straight into it. And then, then it may as well have just been The Walking Dead with characters that, uh, like... That you didn't oh, I didn't know much before. about it because they weren't they, in the comic book. They they, well, not that they weren't in the comic book, but that, like they hadn't settled time to get me really invested in them. You know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, I know, eventually, well, over a number of uh, over the first season, you, you, I got to like them. But I mean, I didn't really get past the first season after that. And they brought in characters from The Walking Dead to kind of get some liveliness back into that series. And
1: yeah. Um, well, to save you from your Frank Grimes... Uh, <laughs> Thanks, there's no food. saving me from that. There's, there's uh, no saving There was another spinoff announced at <laughs> the weekend, or it was coming anyway, but they, they've given a date for, which is the um, the Gen V spinoff of The Boys. Oh, yeah. Which is its own yeah. series coming out as well. Um, now, I read the comic, The Boys comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, there's been millions of them, obviously, over the years. I read the first one or two, and the show was fantastic. And Gen V was kind of announced... Or, Referenced in the boys, but I'm not really okay with it at all. Um, yeah. I'm assuming it's it looks like you know the boys, the college years or something like that. It's called, yeah, it's I don't superhero
0: really... school, isn't it? That yeah,
1: it's something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really full on with it, that. but that's announced as well. That's coming out. I don't know when the new season of the boys coming. Maybe it's been affected by all the strike stuff. It has. Know. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: how, do, you, how deep do you go on spinoffs? That? Like I, I rarely do on TV. You know, I will with comic books all the time Mm -hmm. all the x-men books whatever you know yeah um all the spidey books but with tv shows i I rarely kind of jump on the spin
2: i'd be the same my draw line depending on how attached i was maybe to a character like i will check out the first episode of that daryl dixon thing in paris but something has to happen for me to stay on there because like (laughs) if traveling around america was hard enough as it was how does he get how how does he get there
0: i just have this kind of
1: Emily in Paris kind of <laughs> satire. Daryl in Paris. He you know? just looks so dirty all the time. His hair is so Hello. dirty. So dirty. Oh, dirty Daryl. Dirty. 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 Well, dirty the, Daryl. well Daryl. Yeah. Better Call Saul is probably the, the better of the spin-offs. That's true. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, gra- yeah the greatest yeah, spin
0: off ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean it's it, it, that and Fraser are probably the two the two best best spinoffs. God, yeah,
2: you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah.
0: but yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't I don't go I don't I tend not to not to get involved. Although I don't know if it is a spin-off. Can you call Star Trek Strange New Worlds a spin-off? Is it I suppose it's a spin-off of or the original is, series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and at the weekend they dropped their crossover with another spin-off with lower deck. So you had an animated show and a live-action show and two of the best shows on TV right now. I'm
1: dying to see that. I didn't even know it's that crossing over. I'm dying to see it was yeah. dynasty. Man,
0: it's Oh pure joy I'm not even
2: I'm not going to go into it but it's just I saw a poster I didn't know it was out that's cool but mm-hmm. actually something else that came out an episode while while the comic con was on was um Invincible we got an, an Adam Eve episode ahead yeah. of, two of Invincible um, Yeah I haven't checked it out yet but you said your 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 kids saw it Dave, right Yeah Liam, Liam watched yeah. it and uh yeah loved it yeah and he's a huge Invincible fan
0: um, as well, excellent. So yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I hope we've redeemed ourselves in your eyes, Robert Kirkman. Um, well, well. Speak,
1: <laughs> speaking of Star Trek, and speaking of uh, the boys, mm-hmm. um, because Jack Quaid is in both of them. And he turned up in Oppenheimer, which I saw over the weekend. Okay. Cool. As one of ten thousand scientists who appears in the film. Nice. And, uh, he's very good. Now. He's only in a little bit, but he's very good. Now I really like him. He's good. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, he's he's a great actor and and uh, it's you know it's surprising that he's as good as he is, but like he's he's just brilliant. Like uh, he, you'd you'd cast him in anything, even 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 with the the nepo kind of thing hanging around him. But like yeah, yeah whatever. Um, he's very
1: he, he's very funny though. Did you ever hear him in the comedy bang bang stuff? Hilarious. He's very funny. He's yeah, very good. Yeah, he's great. He's really yeah. good. He wrote, he wrote he wrote in the comedy bang bang book as well. He's very good, and he oh. was brilliant in the screen movies. Really he was, yeah. There.
0: He was a. He, oh, I'm not going to spoil that because it's yeah. still a yeah. bit. Is it still yeah. a bit? Yeah, it so kind of is it. a bit sure new. Up, yeah, yeah. You yeah. 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 loved those movies, though. I mean, is not a great franchise. Man. Yeah, brilliant franchise. Um, I hope that continues forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um.
2: Is that our San Diego? Have we Have we read no, all our favorites? No,
0: no, no. I made a promise earlier. I made a promise here. I'm going to keep it. Right. Action figures. It was a huge Very good. Be-
1: yeah. because. Ben and I can switch it. We can have we can have a sub chat here, Ben, about guys, something else. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm make sure the right. we can do I think our the middle name is Frank.
0: <laughs> it was an absolutely huge, huge San Diego for action figures, like massive. And maybe it was because there wasn't so much news coming out that you know the toy companies seized it. But like Hasbro for the last two and a half years have been killing it with G.I. Joe with the relaunch of G.I. Joe. An action figure line that I was I was mad for as a
1: child when they were like three and three quarter inch. He and... still very
2: much is everybody. So yes, still he very is. much
1: is. Can I ask a question on that, Dave, please? Mm. Um because I didn't see the new Transformers rise of the Beasts Beasts. Beasts. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. From what I heard about it though, mm. G.I. Joe somebody is in it or something. There's that and there's well, that's a massive something?
0: spoiler. You like huge spoiler, but yes, at the end there's, there's a, a a scene where there's an overture from somebody to some. They kind of set up a an Agent Coulson type
1: character who comes if along. If you weren't a GI Joe fan or a Transformers fan, what are you I'm doing always... at that movie? Well, true. If I was getting in out of the rain and I saw that and that overture. Very fancy word hmm. to use. That would I go? What the fuck is this? I don't. Know. What the fuck? Is this you over? know what GI, G.I. Joe is, right? I do, but like, but oh, there you put, go. But for your overture thing, unless they go, hello, my name is GI Joe, and I will be in the next movie. <laughs> would you understand what's going on? Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean,
0: I in in today's modern, you know, mega blockbuster parlance, we kind of we all know the the. Um, let me tell you about the Avengers Initiative. We 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 all know. Right. Okay. You know those kind of teasers. You know we we know. Um, so you so even if you don't know what G.I. Joe is as a brand mm-hmm. or whatever, you know it's leading on to something else. You know, and then mm-hmm. you look around at the, the theater and you'll see the the one kind of sad nerd go yes like I did when I was watching that. You know, um, but you, God, you, help help you bring us. a
1: mirror with you? How does that work?
0: <laughs> I recorded it. You know, for my family so they could enjoy my joy because they wouldn't come to the movie with me.
1: Um, Dave's never home anymore. He's always at that cinema. He's always- <laughs> <laughs> this is recording and stuff. What's going on? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, no, they absolutely killed it. Um, they, and they have been killing it for the last couple of years. But my God, like, I, like so the announcements, the releases, they were going into the show with a fully funded HasLab. So HasLab is their crowdfunding platform. They, like the G.I. Joe HasLab um, efforts have been the most successful that Hasbro have had on, on that platform like Star Wars have done a couple a couple of failed on Star Wars um, recently enough that you know didn't didn't reach funding Transformers have done done alright on it but like every time there's a G.I. Joe product on HasLab it just gets funded Boom. like all and there's different tiers that uh, um, uh, they've are funded through you know throughout the 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 length of the campaign so you get more and more stuff and um yeah just fully like all the tiers funded everything done so they were going into the into the con with a fully funded hazard the new dragonfly which looks phenomenal um and they just they just announced like a ton of new new characters um new vehicles a lot there was a lot of stuff going on which was which was great one thing I have to have to call out is like the artwork on the packaging is getting like it's it's so good now. Like oh. I'm kind of thinking it's like like it looks like Sean Phillips, you know is it is, yeah. know it couldn't be, but it's it's got that kind of edge to it. Check out the wow. Fire Team um packaging, the his fire team packaging, like unbelievable artwork, you know. Like if if they were to come out with prints just of that artwork, um, you'd, you'd you'd go and get.
1: So, um, so for for someone like me, I, I was I'm watching her Street at the same time, but I'm just just tuned into what you're saying there. um <laughs> For artwork for uh collectibles and stuff like that, mm. is it specially commissioned with that in mind? Do they replicate other stuff? Do they bring well, in specific artists to do it?
0: Well, there you know there there's there's no set way of doing it. So like. Uh, when the line first came out, they had a different artist on every single box. So so you have for each character, you have a different art, artist working mm-hmm. away on it. There seems to be uniformity now in the last kind of year, there seems to be uniformity, whoever the artist is, who maybe they have released the details of, but I don't think they have. Um, uh, It seems to be the same artist through it. Or they have the same, certainly a uniform style now, but like they were going... Like they were all over the map with art, which was great, um, because you had you know different artists represented from like every corner of the globe. Um, you had some like you know, um, some American comic book artists in there. You had Italian artists. You had Japanese artists. Like there was a lot of a lot of different kind of reference and influence being used on on the box art. But it seems to have become a bit more uniform now, and it has that kind of grittier more realistic sean phillipsy vibe to it like it's painted and it's like it's looking it's looking great i'm sure it's not sean but but sean if it is less now um and uh yeah they've just they've absolutely killed it like they they are knocking the figures out we are i think we're well over a hundred now at this stage in the last two and a half years which is nuts like nuts um And uh, has made me have to get a second mortgage. But, you know, (laughs) it's, it's huge, you know. And then you had NECA as well. So, like, their turtle stuff is just...
2: Insane. I was just about to ask was there more Turtle stuff announced this weekend because I know you've been getting those recently as well so there the, one, there
1: was some of the film stuff was announced this weekend as well that's right actually, yeah. and, the, and the TV show the TV show I read so you've got,
2: well. you've got Nickelodeon Mayhem. got the old
0: 90s TV show didn't they yeah, oh, yeah the, the old 80s TV show the 87 one so so you've got you've got Mutant Mayhem coming out at uh, the end of this month in what a week's time um, I think that's that's launched on the 31st of July um, that toy line fantastic um, just like just so much fun. Um, it's all over my Instagram account if you want to check it out. Um, but like the designs are, are are amazing. I honestly think Mutant Mayhem is going to give Spider Verse something to worry about. It it does just look very good.
1: Feels yeah, the animation like gonna, does look great right though. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's gonna it's gonna kick ass there.
2: Um, and
1: yeah, I didn't so- I
2: didn't watch the stuff they revealed at the con though because. The trailer was so good, I was sold on it. I don't want to watch anything else.
0: No, you thinking. don't need to. You don't need it. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the other announcements that come, like Nick got the um, the eighty seven show, um, so they're going to be showing that. I think it'll be on Paramount Plus over okay, here. Very good. Um, and then they there was a walkthrough done. Pixel Dan, who's a big uh, Master of the Universe um, kind of toy expert. Was at the show and he did a walk through the NECA um, set at the show and uh, they revealed a few new Last Ronan um, figures. Cool. So the the comic book series The Last Ronin, it's kind of like the Dark Knight Returns for for um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and it's brilliant and the, the designs are amazing. So they've released two figures so far, two versions of of the Last Ronan. I won't say which turtle is the Last Ronan because it's a bit of a spoiler um but they are releasing the other the others as well so um yeah and they kind of teased uh a ghost version um of the figures too,
2: oh so. very cool so i that's... think it's i think it's really interesting that the first book that two creators who were first established the turtles and had the whole hype about the turtles the first book they did together since because there's a big gap in the middle where they did things apart from one another yeah. And the first one they go back and do something great again together is The Last Ronin and like everyone's back on Turtles again and then there's more new stuff and there's there's things happening uh, and yeah. a new generation of Turtles. It's so cool. And, and like, like The Last Ronin is is just such a stunning comic. It is, it is so good to see that maybe the two of those who used to be best of friends, we've all seen those, the toys that made this kind of stuff and how they drifted apart in the middle. It's great to see them back again. And then... As they're back again, it's like you know, comics power a couple almost in a way, like they they struck gold again somehow. You know, you think when you struck,
0: what I mean, cool like this?
2: You don't? Yeah, like, look at that. Dave, color, Dave, right? Dave, Dave is showing us one of the toys right now. Um, a uh, great podcast. Uh, yeah. Material. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brody, look at toys. Those look really With cool. your ears. Uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those two creators again. I mean, they lightning in a bottle second time around. I don't know. Absolutely. How they, I yeah, have to do it, uh, but it's it's very cool, and if it's not something you've read, it's it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah, for
0: real, man. And I mean, yeah. when you think about it, like that that brand came out of an indie comic mm-hmm. in what the mid '80s, and has not left us since. In some form, there's yeah, been yeah. like it's you know the the since it became an animated show. There's been. Mm-hmm. A version of the turtles for nearly every generation since,
1: yeah, you know, a yeah, loads of different live-action movies every couple of years or something another yeah. kind of take on it as well. So yeah, it's always going. It's and because one can. of them is is more sci-fi and
2: the other one is more ninja, the two breaks where they they had the turtles to the TV to themselves, we got a different kind of turtle altogether. We had stuff that was far more sci-fi, and then we ended up something mm. that was far more the foot. And uh, yeah, it's it's such it's it's always giving you something. It's great.
0: And the thing about Last Rounding is it brings the ninja and the sci-fi together. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So you've you've very much got you know sci-fi bad guys and ninja good guys. Um, so it's uh, yeah, like it's 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 a it's a phenomenal brand. Um, I've I've a lot of respect for it, probably more, definitely more respect for it now than I have when I was you know younger back in the day when it came along because I was kind of I was kind of too old for that. You know, I was I was playing with the uh the the military industrial complex. You know, while my <laughs> while my younger brother was going look at these turtles. So I was like whatever. You know, um, but they're they're uh, they're phenomenal. Um should say that uh, Hasbro I have another Haslab running for Star Wars. They they announced um the Ghost, which is the ship from Rebels. No, oh, very Has, good. Haslab. And it's probably funded by now. It was about five hundred um uh, pledges off being funded. They needed eight thousand, eight thousand or five hundred dollars a pop um to get the first the basic tier. Funded, which is the ship and Hera, you know. So wow. yeah, pretty chunky stuff. Um, but it looks like it's gonna it's gonna fund pretty quickly as well. Um, so you know, never underestimate the power of the uh, Star Wars wallet. Um, it's uh, it's doing well for them. Um, I wish I had one of those. Yeah, and it looks it looks phenomenal, you know. Um, so yeah, Hasbro absolutely killing it. And if you are online over the next few days, check out the Hasbro YouTube channel. There's a really good walkthrough by Emily, um, one of the brand um managers at Hasbro of the booth at San Diego. And like, it's not a booth, it's a small house of you know, of Hasbro. It's 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 unbelievable. It's like a, like a department store. And before we before we leave this topic, Super Seven, who um are like an indie toy brand, um, who do these amazing executions. So they pick up um licenses. Um, that are already out there. So they have, they have a license for GI Joe through their brand Ultimates. So they so they produce um, six inch figures, but based them purely on the kind of animated look and feel of of GI Joe, so from the cartoon series from the eighties, and uh, they've they've done a done a a brilliant job with them. But like they had a pop up shop in San Diego that was dedicated to Cobra. And it was like it had Cobra flags flying outside it and, and you know the like mm-hmm. uh, um all these signs that were like too villainy, you know, this kind of shit all, all over it. So like it, it was a really kind of immersive experience. Um, and uh, they they just do lovely stuff like that. They're also the same crowd who um just before San Diego and they had it at the show announced the Thundercat's lair for six inch figures. so the 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 thing is a it's about four foot tall. Um, that's fucking big, yeah. yeah that's huge. Right. Like, yeah. um, so you need another house for that. So, um, there's a third mortgage. I think it's nine hundred dollars <laughs> all in to to pick it up. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So you get that, and they 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 did the uh the Thunder Tank uh last year as well. That's about six fifty. So you know, you obviously if you have the house, you need the car. So um, yeah, yeah,
2: pretty pretty chunky stuff going yeah, on. It would be so lonely you know? without the car, wouldn't it? You'd have to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. You know, of course. I mean, yeah, like they, you know, it's a, it's 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 a huge market, and it's, it just seems to be getting bigger. You know, um, brilliant all the time. So, uh, and you know, you got everybody reporting huge sales figures as well from from the con. So um, yeah, it's doing it's all. Doing and I, I, I
2: don't know how you do it, Dave, because you're you're great for like. You know, keeping in with obviously names, names weren't something I was getting a minute ago. But like the figures, the different like subsets of of the different parts of the family, like I mean, you're so informed about the whole lot thing. You seem to be able to pick in the information out of the sky. Like it's always just it, toys aren't something I'm fully informed on. But every conversation with you, I learn a little bit more. You know.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's probably the sign of a of you know a misspent, Adulthood, as opposed to youth, a well
2: spent um, adulthood. Yeah, mm. yeah.
0: Um, you know, but it, I, we grew up on them, and uh, you know, John's running run the Big Bang, and you know, he's that's his life. You know, he's 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 buying and selling them all day long. So you know, we 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 talk about it, about it from that perspective, and uh, yeah, if you're into it, you're into it. You know, yeah. yeah um, but you're
2: never reaching. You know, you always you're always you know exactly what it is is happening and, and who's doing it. It's always yeah. very impressive. Yeah, it's really, really impressive. Yeah,
0: it is. It, it, it is. It, like I mean, it yeah, got I
1: me lots of dates back in the day. You know? I'm I'm here too, Ben. Can make you say something nice about me? Yeah, He's got a good.
0: nice uh, you beard. Look good, like the shirt. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. And, uh... <laughs> so yeah, so SDCC man, it was um, it was a different con this year. It was it was it seems. As Jim Lee said, you know, we're 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 taking it back. You know, we were given we're giving San Diego back to comics, and it definitely seemed that way. Um, and you know, by necessity, yes, but I think I don't think anybody was too upset about that.
2: No, um, and then we've been talking for a while now, so I can't remember if we said it just before we came on, or we said it at the start. But like, do you think this is the road San Diego could go down, like going forward? Does it need.
0: Well, Heidi had a had a good editorial where there on on the beat where she was saying, um, it, it, you know, it's too big to fail now at this stage. It's you know, it doesn't need um, the studios. The studios came, you know, they had a good time. They went like there were years when Marvel wasn't there. Um, mm-hmm. They they skipped a year here or there as well, you know. So it didn't it didn't kill the con. Um, COVID didn't kill it. True, and and you know the strike hasn't killed it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to
1: be there, isn't it? Yeah, and they have, as I said at the beginning as well, like all these other studios have their own things. You know, the Netflix to them and all the kind of things they have their own bits and pieces that they're doing throughout the year and Star Wars celebration, you know, all that stuff. And they have everyone's a sales calls, to talk about this shit, and yeah. sales calls. So, so you know, the kind of the the the. The value of scarcity isn't even there anymore. We just hear the stuff going on all the time where it used to be big reveals or things like this. And that's kind of, you know, you're drifting. Is it, is all it what, the time.
0: what the tech bros and streaming have done to entertainment? Like, you know, you look at you look at music and you know, live shows are the only way artists are making the money they used to make in the in the 70s and eighties and nineties. Um and are the entertainment companies coming around to that idea as well, that we've got to have something that, yeah, something, something for people to buy, you know, because all the streamers are making a loss. Like nobody's, nobody's making money on, on your subscription. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's, there needs to be something else. There needs to be, you know, some, some more juice in the tank. So, so it's these, these big events that they charge a fortune for tickets for or something, you know, um, if they could turn into into Taylor Swift gigs um, and and tour of the world, they probably would, you know. And that's probably coming at some
1: stage. Seven hundred grand ticket for Taylor Swift today, and I declined. What? Did I you buy one? Did you I get in one? In my arse, boy. I, like you out of that, or fucking go to Spain for a month. Um, I mean, be... I
0: mean, she's yeah, d- no. she's great, but um, and also, where do you stay in Spain? She's she's great, but um, uh, no.
1: No. no, I mean, fair play to her. And all. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I mean, she's yeah. fantastic. But you can I write a no. song. Yeah, yeah seven hundred, seven hundred good tickets. No. nah. No. No. It's,
0: it's, it's not. But then, last time she played, I think the second night they were given tickets away. So, that was like twenty twelve or something. But um, in in the Aviva. But uh, is it is, is is has TikTok just created this huge hype around her? You know, or has she well, managed uh... to take advantage of it and? Well, that, there's,
1: there's another side of that because the Coldplay tickets are going on sale this Friday is there next Friday a time recording anyway but you can only buy those tickets through Coldplay.com so right. you're not them through Ticketmaster and oh, Ticketmaster and fucked it for themselves and everybody else but the Taylor Swift thing was such a convoluted version of sign yourself up get the text message at had 10-15 minutes to get the yeah. tickets and you'd offer ticket. it was a whole thing so you know, Live Nation and these cats are, you know, creating their own industry around mm-hmm. tickets now as well. And they're gonna create this whole, you know, world where they decide how you get your tickets. They decide the yeah. price of what they decide. You know, it's it's getting a bit weird on how to get tickets now as well, you know, because yeah, they are yeah. take they're taking definitely control. Like to your point, years ago they make a lot of money off records and they just go touring for the crack and now it's the other way around. You know, yeah. So, so it, there, it's, it's it's such a huge industry, but they're taking control of that industry, and I, that's a that's another episode <laughs> if we go down that road. You know about what's yeah. going on there because there's definitely something going on there. Definitely.
0: That monopoly they have is is it's so like it's so wrong. It's bad for art. It's bad for everybody. I think um that you know the people who are vending the tickets also own the venues. Mm. Like that's not good,
1: is it? Mm, yeah, but I mean, you, with that seven hundred quid, you could fly to New York and watch the Killers in Madison Square Garden. You know, yeah, you could fly back again and stay
0: way, your... way back, way
1: back. Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, or no, 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 no. I, I, you could do it last year for Tefal. Yeah. I, I did it last year. So but I mean, like so... spring.
0: You know, when you look at what what uh, happened with the Springsteen tickets, you know, mm. now we're getting into old man chat. But they, I mean, the the Springsteen, like, we were so lucky, or we are.
1: I, I just you know, again, I want to just dismiss myself from this old man. In in so
0: far, we're so lucky here in so far as it's law to not, you know, you can't charge more than cover price for a ticket in this country. Like if, if the ticket is 150 quid, you pay 150 quid. If the ticket is 40 Mm -hmm. quid, you pay 40
1: quid. But but who set the cover price though, you know? Well, that's that's the thing, right?
0: So you, you had this, you have this dynamic pricing model in the US, which is insane. So when the demand goes up for a ticket, the price rises with it. Oh, wow. So you were, you had people people getting charged five grand a ticket to see Springsteen. Like,
2: my what the sense. hell? Five grand? Like, I, I love them. That. Oh, my God. In
0: that, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Pearl Jam in Madison Square Garden. There were seats in, 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 in Madison Square Garden that were like two and a half, three grand.
2: Jesus. Um, and that's, that's kind of like sitting like ringside, uh, depending on who's fighting or what event it is. I don't you know? care. Yeah. 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 It's it's that's that's crazy. You yeah. know,
0: no, no, I don't yeah. think anybody's worth that, you know. Yeah. Um it's it's ridiculous. Like that could be that could be, you know, a family's rent for a couple of months or or mortgage or, or whatever, yeah. you know. Like it's in, it's an insane amount of money to be paid.
1: Like someone buying to spend all the money on action figures and stuff like that. If they're family, that's that type no, of thing, no, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
2: not all terrible. yeah you get these... tickets for gigs, there's your Ford mortgage. It's <laughs> every expensive. It's every so nice.
0: often yeah. every so often I get I get I get the question, yeah. It's like, should we um should we get these values, you know, you know, put them on the insurance or whatever, you know? And I'm like, ah, they're not worth that much. It's grand. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's grand. <laughs> yes. I don't spend that much on them.
2: I don't want to see the figure in front
0: of me. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's like being dragged out into the last day, you know. It's a moment <laughs> of clarity. Well, yeah, man. On so, that moment
2: of clarity, I think we should finish up uh, with, should, with yeah. this. Is there, is there is there anything else that we want to kind of um, note before we sign off?
0: Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Um, Secret Wars 40th anniversary coming up. Oh, yes. Uh, Marvel are going to do a special, maybe t- I, I think it's one issue. It might be two issues, but it all looks amazing. And that was the gateway drug for me in 1985. I think that got me, uh turned me into a bit of a Marvel Marvel zombie. So um yeah, nice. I'll be I'll be uh I'll be checking that out.
2: Um, How about you, ada What would be your one thing to note before before we sign off? Anything from Sunny already
1: catch your attention? Um no, just the Punishers have got annoyed me. Um, but we we've, we've covered that already. Um Malcolm Fortress, the the Spider Man Two game. I do think mm-hmm. just to just go back to that, it does look deadly. i Yeah, it really to, does. To yeah. to get my hands. I didn't know. I didn't see the recent thing about uh, X Men ninety seven. So I'll definitely look that up after this. Um. But yeah, definitely Spider-Man 2 looks fucking great. Really look forward to playing that.
2: I, I do like that feature where like at any moment in the game you can swap between Peter and Miles. That's something really new. I think that's, that's you, of, I've covered on my stuff too. The I return of good. Frank Grimes. Okay. <laughs> I think it wasn't wasn't it? Rick Frank Grimes, right? Frank's his middle name, right? That was um, a brother. That was a brother. Yeah, it was yeah brother. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to cash in my nerd card after this
0: episode.
1: <laughs>
2: Look at me.
0: I'm Homer Sims. Okay. We're on Twitter or X. Or X. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Mm. We're on Instagram anyway. So, you know, we're at, at the odds pods
2: on Instagram. Um, and I got my, my blue sky invite. I'll try to get the odds pods on blue sky soon now. Oh, so.
0: you're on blue sky. I'm on blue sky. You on blue sky, mm. Ada?
1: My handle is uh, at Mel Gibson did nothing wrong. <laughs> we might edit that one out. <laughs> Welcome
0: well, back, Frank.
2: <laughs> uh, that's where we end the show. A good laugh. Nice one. All right. Cheers, lads.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Odds Pod. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Look out for the odds coming soon from Scout Comics and please tell us what your favourite apocalypse is. You can find me on Twitter at Bennessy. That's B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.
0: And me on at Dave Hendrick. Big thanks to our producer, Adrian Carty, and we'll see you at the end of the world.